Hello and welcome back to Saturday Night Shaggy. I'm Marion, I'll be your host uh, for this episode, and with me today, tonight I also have my fellow co-hosts, Sakaki and V-Lord. Say what's up. What's up? Yo, 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 in the house. Okay, uh, <laughs> those are the samples to uh, the, the voiceover, uh, the announcers in uh, Street Fighter VI. Uh, we're going back to our roots, and you know... Uh, the hip hop theme that Street Fighter Third Strike had, we're going, we're going right into it. Uh, God, no. God. <laughs> anyway, I'm in a I'm in a, a bit of a fighting game mood. Uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, Punk, uh, the the Street Fighter player. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, today we're going to be talking about Solanine by Inio Asano. Uh, oh man, this this how old is this? Uh, it came out in like. What year, V-Lord? Give me the stats. It came out in 2005. Damn, that's old as fuck. Uh, I mean, I, I did in the in the um, well, we were reading Solonin and also the epilogue, and I know in the epilogue, like they uh, Asano mentioned, it was 11 years ago. <laughs> so. Yeah. So the manga ran for about a year in a weekly Young Sunday, and then yeah, the epilogue came out in October of 2017. It was, like, published for, I think, the Shinsoban edition that was coming out at the time. Because, like, uh, I guess they just decided to release the Shinsoban. Oh. Oh, is that the the Omnibus? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the version that Viz released, right? I think that's a different version. Okay. Yeah, because I... I Oh, okay. No, no, I I was going to say, yeah, because, I mean, as I've mentioned to you guys off mic, I bought this for my sisters and i never read it i have no idea i think at the time they were like really into like they wanted to make their own band so one of the things in this manga is you know making a band okay so, uh, back eat your heart out <laughs> so i bought it for them without reading it and i definitely know it was before 2017 <laughs> so yeah the viz release was 2008 okay yeah that, oh, okay that sounds about right because that's when they definitely would have been into making their own band so damn fuck i don't even remember what year i got mine i fuck it had to be like after like 20 2013 ish that's when i started collecting manga and anime uh it's one of those manga that i notice like no matter how like old it gets i always see people buying it i mean asano is always that kind of author like he there's always gonna be youths at a certain point in time where they have like tons of ennui and they're, they're all like man what the fuck is and they're, they're like this it's like a e- emo phase but like you're in your 20s it's, oh yeah the directionless mm. and yeah i mean ennui is like the best word for that yeah yeah which is and, why i mean i'm gonna age myself so bad but i'm 10 years too late to read this. god sakak <laughs> you're such a boomer i know it's so bad go read downfall instead i mean he mentioned it in the comments also no mentioned in the comments and now i'm just kind of like damn v lord's been actually kind of like not pushing me to read it but just kind of mentioning it so when he mentioned it in the epilogue i was just like oh Okay, maybe Damn. I should read this. And he was so right. The, like, Solonin and Downfall are basically the polar opposites. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious to think about. I don't know what that means. 
So, like, I mean, from what he said, I haven't read Downfall, of course, but, like, from what he said, it's like, Solonin, and this is super depressing that he said this, but he was like, Solonin's about how the characters are slowly dying because their dreams have withered, <laughs> while Truth. Downfall, Downfall is about this guy that got everything he wanted, but is at, like, a deadlock in his life, so, like, yeah, that's what he meant by, at least that's what he said in the commentary, I mean, I guess I should read Downfall at this point now. But, I mean, I know a little bit about it, because he mentioned it in, like, other interviews where it's, like... I don't know if he said that it, it's not based on him, or if it is. And one of the reasons why he went on to do, um... I'm not going to try to say that whole title, but... Dead Dead Demons DDD Destruction? Yeah, the reason one of the reasons why he went to do that afterward was kind of, like, he wanted to do something... Not mainstream, but something more upbeat. Well, yeah, and mainstream. Yeah, gotta need something totally different to refresh the palette. I mean, that one's getting an anime, so it worked. Oh, really? Damn. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, too, because, like, uh, you can definitely tell, like, uh, like with Downfall, this seems to be somewhat related to his personal experience. Because, like, he initially wrote this in his 20s, and, like, it definitely seems like he was concerned about, like, okay... Uh, can I continue doing manga as a career? And you can kind of feel those concerns about pursuing your passions in Solo and in itself through the characters, like, trying to, like, figure out what they even want to do with their lives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's this, this heavy sense of resignment in this, and I kind of like that, because it's... I mean, I guess because I'm just a big shonen meathead, that it's always hope punk in those. Like, yeah, everything will work out if you just try harder. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, not that that's a bad thing. Like that, that those are good kind of, you know, that's a good moral yeah, too. But you're I kind just of capitalist. like. In... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but I kind of like in this that it is just a thing where it's like you know, yeah, you you should look at the right now and that you know maybe you're not going to be able to achieve everything, but there is something special about just what you have in front of you. There's meaning in chasing what's in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, but I mean that—that's th at least what I got from it. But yeah, sorry, Vilar, what's up? No, I was just gonna say, out of curiosity, like, how much like experience do you guys have with like uh, Asano's work outside of Solonin? Um, this is it. <laughs> I've, oh, fuck. I I remember vaguely. I read like maybe a volume's worth of Poon Poon. I'm like, oh, that's not for me. I read um, I think snippets of uh, Nichikahara photograph, and I'm like, oh, okay. I, I get the gist. Uh, and then yeah, that's it. that's what uh that uh, comes very interesting in certain ways. I think um I think that's all of what I read. I I, wa I wanted to check out uh Dead Dead Demon because uh my friends uh my 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 homies from the Good Friends cast they really enjoyed it, but uh, I never got around to it. Yeah. Like same, like um, people know I'm not really, <laughs> really into depressing shit. So like, I mean, people have recommended Poon Poon to me, um, but then I, was I, like, ha yeah, I have uh, I have a relationship with Poon Poon where I just really hate it because, <laughs> <laughs> like straight up, I just I can't stand it because uh, I just like how blunt you are. <laughs> Man, I guess we can't have Asan to talk about their lettering work in Poon Poon. Oh, you can, you definitely can. I just won't be on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's just i, I mean, just Lord, i'm not gonna read it either i'm just gonna tell you that right now oh man <laughs> i think i'll eventually read it it's just it's really hard for me to separate it with like 
when it was airing or when it was being serialized, uh, it had like this cult following on uh, Tumblr of all places. And it's just like all of these like, like teenagers and like kids are like from like, from their like, uh, like 17 to like 20 something year olds that like, they're like glorifying these like fucked up relationships. Cause they're like, Oh man, it's just like me for real. Oh shit. And, and I'm just like, no, <laughs> it's toxic. <laughs> Relax. And, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I hated that specific part of, uh, like the, the, the culture surrounding it. It was like a cult of personality that I was like, no, get this shit away from me. Mm-hmm. That's actually, that's, that's fair. Cause I feel like that's mostly like when I did look into it. So I know stuff that happens in it. I'm like not completely unaware, right. but when I did look into it, it seems like that that's a lot of what people got from it <laughs> and whether that's right. Oh, it's so like fucked it up and beautiful, bro. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's essentially the, the gist I got. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm 10 years too late for this, but I don't think I'll ever be old enough to really <laughs> get yeah. into food food. So, like, but it's, this, yeah. uh, to, to answer V-Lord's question, this is, like, the only Asano thing I, I've ever read. And while I do want to check out uh, Dead Demons, I mean, now that it's getting an anime, it'll be really way more accessible. Like, people have told me, like, they say, okay, yeah, you won't like Pun Pun, but you'll probably like Dead Demons. And, like, Mary and I just never got around to it. But now that it's getting an anime, I'll probably watch that. Let me just let me just say this. Uh, the reason I didn't like Poon Poon was because fans of Poon Poon are, are, are like uh, fans of like Fight Club and Watchmen that like completely missed the point. <laughs> I get that. Oh my god! Yeah, I have a weird relationship with Asano because like I've read like almost all of his like short volume series, like the single and like two volume titles. Besides, like, City of Light, I think. Okay. But I haven't read much of Poon Poon or GDD Destruction. But, like, I really love everything I've read of his. Like, even when it gets really effed up, like, in uh, Nijigahara Holograph, where you literally start off with an assault scene, uh, he still does, like, really interesting things in comics that, like, I haven't really seen done mm-hmm. well in other places. Like, I recently read, a. Uh, uh, the manga that he did for uh, Ura Sunday, uh, Yushitachi, which is this like uh, weird spin on like a group of heroes coming back from de- defeating a demon lord, and it just goes all kinds of effed up just on their way back from defeating oh, this demon. Oh, okay, yeah, I saw you talking about this one. I didn't realize that was Ura Sunday. Holy shit! Okay. That's actually that's an interesting premise. Yeah, it's super good. I think Sakaki, you'd really like that one, too. I mean, it sounds like a fucked up free run, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like reading like Solonin felt like very much kind of like uh, what I'd expect from Asano at this point. And uh, considering like where this came like in his career, which was like, what, 2005, it, it feels like kind of a natural evolution from like his... Uh, debut series um what a wonderful world which was kind of just showing these daily like uh events of like um characters and their struggles and then how it all connects together into like one single community and this this felt like a more character focused version of that where it's kind of just focused on like one like aspect of that like just these group of like young adults like dealing with their lives yeah bro you ever been laid off 
It's fucked up. God. <laughs> I, I've never been laid off, actually, now that I think about it. I quit a job, and that was, like, nerve-wracking, but, like, uh, I got a new job almost immediately afterwards. So yeah, I've, I've never relate. been laid off either. Yeah, fuck you guys, too. Just kidding. I also <laughs> have not been laid off. I mean... I mean, like, when I used to work retail, I nearly got fired, but, <laughs> like, uh, since, but, yeah, since then, I've never, my job, I guess to put it this way, my job's never been in, like, peril. It's always yeah. been just kind of, like, it's cool. I've always went on to another job after, because I decided I wanted to leave. <laughs> that's what, I, that's what you love to hear. Good shit. Except for that one job. That one I just quit because it was just toxic, but, yeah. Um... I will say this much, and I know this is really kind of like a surface level thing, but I, and I know that it's because it's at the beginning of uh, Asano's like, um, well, not the beginning, but like it's Early. earlier on in his career. I was like, kind of like, oh, this isn't the art I was expecting from him. Then when I read the epilogue, I was like, yeah, that that this is it. This is what I was expecting. <laughs> Hashtag not my Asano. <laughs> it needs to be more depressing looking. Oh God! So what, <laughs> what do you mean? There's plenty of, of photographs, uh, backgrounds. Yeah, there needs to be more. <laughs> I it was pretty vanilla me. compared to how many like realistic photos Asano uses now. God, okay, yeah, clearly I do need to read more of this shit. <laughs> that was after he got a Canon DSLR. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't. I'm kidding. I don't even know if he has one. <laughs> But yeah, it was just like it's way more rounded, I guess, for lack of better words. I mean, it's not bad. It's just I, I've seen, I've not outside the cover of Solonin, I've never like again read it. Yeah. So when I saw his artwork in it, I was just kind of like, oh, this is. For a couple of times, I had to kind of check back. I'm like, this is Asano, right? And then yeah, but the epilogue is definitely what I expected from his artwork. Yeah, the the couple of times I read uh, Solonin. Something that always stood out to me was just how the, like, this is like an awesome thing in general, I think, uh, just the way he sets the scene uh, with, like, where characters are and, like, how they're, like, positioned or angled within the shot. I always thought that was interesting because uh, he does a good job of, like, getting into their headspace and, like, the the emotional state of the character with regards to, like, how they're portrayed on the page. Like, it, it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a way of characterizing people by like body language that i really dig mm, agreed i think another thing i really like just about how he panels everything is his he uses this very good like uh use of just full black panels mm. not only like just kind of detail out like exposition but also to space out the visuals in a way that feels natural like it really feels like you're going scene to scene in a very like cohesive way but also helps to work as like a uncertain inner monologue yeah like like uh uh when, when you're going into someone's inner thoughts it makes sense to like uh to set the i guess the tone for that uh with not not looking at like a physical like setting or background mm-hmm. but oh uh, yeah 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 i think i could just saying that it's like kind of like not a month i guess montage maybe not that but like yeah i, I get what you guys are saying that it's like it's very sequential mm-hmm. like um there's no sense like they're they're focused on like each panel is like a little moment in and of itself more so than like leading up to okay this whole this page is i mean it is but it's also kind of like i don't know what i'm trying to say here 
like the panels they obviously make up a page and you know they have that thought to continue to you know move the story along but they also feel like little moments of themselves i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah 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 like, they yeah. kind of transition into themselves is what i wanted to yeah. say yeah 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 it's something that he uses a lot more like later on in like his future series as well like uh to bring up downfall again downfall has a lot of those similar uh I guess pa- like page methodology is it's very similar to Solomon. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um funny enough, uh I I didn't realize until after I read it, I think, that uh Asian Kung Fu Generation made a song for the movie. And uh I was like I was a fan of the, the band before that. And then I was like, oh wait, hold on. And like the the wires connected and I'm like, oh wait, <laughs> they have the same name. <laughs> Bleach opening seven intensifies. God, so I decided to watch the I, I watched the live action movie, um, like years ago. I think it was like like five or six years ago, and uh, it was it was kind of long. Uh, at so at certain points, I was a little bored, but I think it was a pretty decent adaptation for the most part. Yeah, I forgot that there was. I mean, I have the Asian Kung Fu Generation song, so that's like my only experience with Solonin before reading this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, and I mean, I was aware of the movie. I just never like watched it, but I love the song. So yeah, yeah, I would definitely be curious to watch the live action for this. Honestly, a lot of the live action titles uh, for Asano's work seem like they're really well handled. Like the Girl on the Shore. Uh, film that came out last year looked really good clearly we need to have sns at the movies one day when they put conan in theaters <laughs> that's never gonna happen you know that let's just watch alice in borderland on netflix let's i mean start there start hold on a second that. you might have an idea <laughs> <laughs> i'd be down with it though but yeah i mean as far as this went like i didn't also didn't i, I guess i knew and didn't know that like like Asian Country Generation, they didn't like write the lyrics of the song. Like when I saw the lyrics in the manga, I was just like, "Oh yeah, these are exactly the same." So they just took the song from this and added their own music to it. And I'm like, "Oh, that's actually pretty neat." Like I always just assumed that it was a song that you know they they wrote them that they wrote themselves for the movie rather than performing one that was in the manga itself. Yeah, that's why he's called Masafumi Goto. <laughs> true he is kind of he is the greatest of all time that's something that went um, in my pocket <laughs> god i mean it hit kind of hard now it, the song itself hit harder now that i like i mean i knew the lyrics but like knowing that asano wrote them yeah and honestly like seeing the scene uh where it's like performed live that shit was so good um i always get like i don't know like i i have no issue with like reading uh like like comics of uh like relating to like music or like musical topics and stuff uh but then when they when they get to be like performed or shown in like a like animation or live action like i always think it's really cool just to see the vision yeah and movement yeah yeah i agree yeah yeah, and I, and I always like it when, like, they do, like, you know, you'll have manga where the mangaka, like, writes lyrics or something. Right. And I always, I always love it when, rather than, 
they just kind of make their own song and disregard those lyrics. I always love it when they use the manga's lyrics and make an actual song out of it. Like, I wish that was more of a thing they did more often. Yeah, just like a full collaborative effort. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Where's our anime with uh, Naoki Urasawa composed music? Oh, shit. (laughs) You know he go whip out some hillbilly shit. I fucking love it. (laughs) (laughs) What the? I just know it. it. I just know it. I can see it. I mean, he does do music, so like, I mean. Naoki Urasawa ex Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh my god, I can't. I know, I, I, I know it in my heart. Old Town Road, more like Old Town Yawara. God. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so my last license Yawara, so so we can make these guys happy. <laughs> license Yawara, cowards. You know you want to. <laughs> oh man. Uh, th- so, that, I mean, I- that's one for the, that's one for the SNS bingo. <laughs> Like, I mean, then again, we, 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 well, no, that was me that said Comey's never getting an anime, and then, like, the next week. <laughs> you should say that more often. Like, now, now, like, Golden Spiral getting an anime, ah, now that, that's something I want to talk up, but it's only three chapters, so. You, you can't even joke about that either, because, uh, Stillborn Run is gonna get animated too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> No, that, took me, that took me too long to figure out what you meant. <laughs> I'm like, what does that have to do with... Oh my god, he didn't just... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean... Honestly, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, that demon animated. Uh, I feel like Asano for like... It makes sense that most of his works would, would uh, get more like live-action adaptations rather than animated just because uh it's simpler uh most of his most of his works are like not like crazy supernatural but like uh grounded i think i think part of it too is like i'm not sure how much his works would benefit from animation i don't know man i feel like if he teamed up with um this dude fucking fetish guy i forgot his name (laughs) fetish guy (laughs) Okay, I just would. to clarify here. Mr. Uh, your name? It, oh, said, shit. You said, you said Mr. Your name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my Koto Shinkai. Him, him. Oh, my God. If they had, <laughs> if they team up, uh, we, we could have another goat on our hands. Uh, I mean, I guess, like, it, it'd be very difficult to take advantage of animation with Usano's works, just because it would have to be a really well animated show. Hence my point. Yeah, so it was Shinkai, obviously it could be done. But I think otherwise and, and that's then, why and it then makes would give Shinkai the stuff the bite that it needs. Wait, what? He said awesome oh, it would give Shinkai's like works the oh, bite yeah, sorry. they need. Yeah. The bite like okay, yeah. So he's just saying, you know, Shinkai's kind of like boneless. <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with that, actually. Some people like boneless, though. I, mean, yeah. I do, too, but uh, there's a time and place for everything. I mean, you get the wings sometimes, like, you have to, like, eat around the bone or, like, remove one of the bones. It's, it's too much Stop effort. It. 
Stop it. I've been all day trying not to get BBQ chicken. I mean, they're closed now, so I can't, but... <laughs> you should have gotten it. Eat it vicariously for me. So what you're saying is you would rather play Pokemon without critical hits? That That's not life at all. That's not even comparable. <laughs> yes, it is. It's the RNG. <laughs> that's the spice of life. Literally. Thank you. Thank you, Sakai. <laughs> Oh, but all right. Um, going back to the manga itself, like, uh, um, but yeah, I, the when the boyfriend died, um, like, I was kind of surprised because at first it may seem like he didn't, because <laughs> like, okay, one thing too is the way that flashbacks work. I I admit, like, maybe again being half asleep with a food food coma when reading. Although I did start waking up like like midway through but like being half asleep with a food coma while i was reading i mean sometimes i was like okay is this a flashback or is this happening now yeah and i mean i i I mean i'm not saying that that in like a way that it would detract it from the story it was just like they're just so seamlessly happening that it was just like sometimes i kind of got like uh, it was jarring a little bit it seemed like he was there for uh quite a while you think that right, like someone would have right, like, like tried to help him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, it's like Japan is like New York. Uh, they say <laughs> they say if you see something, you say Tokyo? something. But if, if you see something, you don't say shit. Like it's funny because like um when I was taking Japanese class in high school, like we had a we had like a teacher that was like there from japan just to kind of step in not really help but just to kind of because she wanted to learn how to teach english and she basically made a comparison that tokyo is the new york of japan so and that's where this takes place so when you say that <laughs> i told you yeah i mean the native speaker that's what she said and i'm, and I'm a new york native let's go all right i wonder how she's doing now but yeah anyway like um yeah, I, I was kind of surprised. And, like, even the way that they revealed that he died was just kind of, like, really... It, it was just... It, it just slid under the radar. Because, like, again, after the flashback, it seemed like, okay, maybe he's all right. And then, like, they go to the next chapter, and they're, everybody's, again, living their lives as usual. And then just, like, one of the... One of, um... Michael? Mako? Mako. Mako's friends is just like, yeah, why did he have to die? I'm like, what? <laughs> he did? <laughs> I'm the I'm the armor titan and Reiner's the <laughs> <laughs> oh God. You're not supposed I to bring up, up I forgot the names. <laughs> I'm, I'm You're not back. supposed to bring up Kidansha on Colossal Titan the Armor Titan? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that <laughs> I like that we're just completely throwing V Lord off. Good. That's why you, this is what you get for making us record so late. We're just gonna I sewed my own sins. I should have just stayed in my corner and read my cobra issues. You really should have. Then let let us like live our lives, man. You ruined us. But yeah, like okay, no, it was Mako herself who just like says at the end of one chapter, "It was unfair of you Why to you die." To pass? Yeah, he was so young, and I kind of liked him too. Yeah, like the way that it's just treated so casually. I think um, it makes sense. I think tonally, uh, even if it's m- might be a little hard to follow at first. Uh, I think on like a reread, it's probably like, oh, okay, I get it. Like it just it sinks a little better on a reread. Um, I had to I had to say like uh, like the first time I read this like, like years ago um, when I was like digesting it and trying to like make 
understand everything. Um, I always thought it was like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the word is. I, I was like a little upset that Mako didn't have like her own real like aspiration. Like she ended up taking uh, her boyfriends, right? Uh, yeah, she ended up playing. But like she, she, she couldn't come up with anything on her own. And like, it took me a while to realize like, you know what? Like, that's not a that's not a bad thing or like a good thing. It's just it's just something that happens, especially like um, now that I, uh, years later uh, I've experienced like the passing away of a loved one and stuff and the the kind of like regrets that come with it. And uh, I think it's a really realistic reaction for her to have, uh, like especially her being in like this time of her life. How we keep going back to this, but like you know you're in, like your mid twenties, you're like struggling to like find what you want to do or whatever. And like, you're, you just went, gone through the, like this very tragic event and, uh, you're trying to like process your grief. And what do you know? It, uh, maybe like the hobby of the person that you really loved, uh, you start like d- d- dabbling in it, and, like getting into it. You, f- you realize that you actually enjoy it about as much as, uh, the other person did. So like, yeah, like it's, it's a very reasonable, Reaction, yeah, and I, I mean, as the epilogue shows, too, it's like she didn't stick with, like, music. And, like, she's still hopping around to other jobs, so still, like, trying to figure out what she's enjoying. So I think, right. like, I, I think yeah. part of, like, the message I got away from is, like, it's okay not to know what you want to do. And, like, y- you never get too old to, like, explore, the like, fulfillment. Yes. Yeah, yeah. honestly, if I'm going to be real... The message is kind of like berserk. Keep on struggling. I mean, it, it kind of is. <laughs> I mean, like I, I laugh, but just because it's just it's such an apt comparison, even though on the on its face it's like what the fuck. <laughs> but like I and I haven't read Berserk. Let me make that you know. Let me put that out there. But from what I've heard, just from the outpouring of like you know people talking about it after Miura's passing. Like yeah, it does really sound Guts like could that, probably you know? play a mean bass. You, yo, I think he could. Yo, I think he could. Like let's, let's just get facts. Inferno up on uh, just like Inferno playing up in here though. But like <laughs> with lyrics by Puck. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like I will say one part that that really I mean speaking of the song that like um oh man now I'm thinking of Puck singing Chimmy Chimmy Chorio. Stop. <laughs> What the hell? Let me complete my thought. Sorry. (laughs) No, I'm just like, if I keep thinking, I'm just going to forget what I wanted to say. Just real quick, then we could just go around and just goofing around again. But, like, um, yeah, I will say that I like the one part about the Solonin song that I hadn't thought about again because I hadn't read this, but that when Mako, like, um, discovers that, because the whole time she's thinking the lyrics for it, it sounds like a breakup song. And then she looks at it again, and she was just like, wait, maybe it's actually a song about saying goodbye to your past self. And yeah. I mean, thinking that about... That a step from me. <laughs> so, I mean, I actually listened to the song again, like, after I finished reading. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could, I could see it that way. Because, you know, goodbye, it's all right. Be well wherever you are. I'll stay alive. Goodbye. Yeah, I will be okay. Like, you know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like you Hakusho second ending. 
which we've talked about in our like discord chat which is like it's the most chill breakup song ever but what if it is about just kind of saying goodbye to your past Sayonara, self bye bye please take care of yeah, yourself exactly genki <laughs> <laughs> nishite <laughs> Like I, I that that's I, I'm I mean I'm not gonna lie that's my favorite Yu Yu Hakusho song but like yeah I mean lyrically and just song wise now that I think back on it like yeah you could I mean it does sound more like two people saying goodbye to each other but like you could read it as somebody saying you know I'm a I'm different now not and I like that like Solonin doesn't necessarily say I'm better it just says I'm different. And I think that that, like, is the overall theme of this. You can always change. Yeah. You know. That's good. People people aren't static. It's like the opposite of Post Malone's Better Now song. <laughs> More like <Okay>. Post Malone. Because <laughs> you just I posted admit- cringe, brother. <laughs> I admit, like, I only got to really hear Post Malone when I was in Minnesota, and that's what you were playing in your car. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and like, to think I he, mean, got, he, he was featured in, on the Pokemon oh, concert. Oh, yeah, he was. Crazy. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's true. God. Pokemon, another beloved Shaggy property. Yeah, we need to do a Pokemon Adventures episode, clearly. I mean, it's come out twice in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah that 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 I mean, well no i shouldn't say that i mean because i watch um todd in the shadows of my girlfriend so i know of him from there but i've never actually listened to these music until like you know we were driving around minnesota driving around those icy roads playing like blasting post malone that's that's the life I mean, we only skidded that one time while entering the highway yeah, and but like shaved at least three or four years <laughs> off my life. So. What a fucking mental image. <laughs> V-Lord drives like a demon. Send yes, but that demon <laughs> kept us alive. <laughs> I can't deny it. It's true. <laughs> but you didn't drive fast enough to, get the, to save the mango Pepsi. I mean, I have mango Pepsi now, though. That's what matters. Okay. Okay, well, I'm about to get on, like, what the fuck, Expedia, and we're about to... (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I think the later we record, the more unhinged we become. (laughs) Well, well, what I am sure about is V-Lord didn't drive fast enough to escape from his emotional trauma, which is also what Mako couldn't do. She She had to process it. I mean, yeah, she did. And honestly, I do enjoy that exploration, like... I think, like you said, it, it was an interesting idea to have Mako kind of go into the role of uh, the being a band member in the place of Taneda. And I think, like, mm-hmm. it kind of gives you a perspective, like, of what she admired about Taneda. Because, like, I feel like for a good chunk of the manga, too, Taneda just kind of seems like a deadbeat of sorts, to be honest. Yeah, bro. He just he just wants to be lazy and have sex. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to be fair, that that would be the life. It, it, like, it is the life. <laughs> I was just but... about to say. What... <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of like in in a way having Mako go through that kind of made you like Tanida a bit more beyond just him being like Mako's significant other and that being like emotionally important. Yeah. 
I mean, I like the scene with his dad, kind of like, you know, like, he had that side of himself. We just never really got to see it until after he passed. Because, like, his dad was like, yeah, he was talking about coming back home because, like, after Mako and he were kind of talking. I mean, she was just trying to, like, encourage him, but, like, and I mean, I will say that I was, I was kind of mixed on, like, how they treated that in the manga, where, like, she was just encouraging him to, like, yeah, if you want to do this, you should do it, and then then later she's like, I added so much pressure to him, and he probably hates me and stuff, and I was like, no, you just did what a good girlfriend should yeah. do. I thought the only part where she really, like, overstepped her bounds was, like, during the music record deal signing thing where like she decided for Tanana like no we're not taking the deal right I mean yeah to explain it was just like um the music how dare you make my boyfriend a seller (laughs) (laughs) I mean she's not wrong but yeah I will say that that was kind of like huh that scene but like yeah hold on babe I can pay rent with this I mean like they they bring it up later (laughs) too though like with the when she sees the band that would be backing the singer later on tv and like it definitely makes me wonder like it i guess the, it's implied they're like yeah she kind of feels bad about that decision away like maybe that could have been a better path maybe like uh that that could have like saved tanida in a way mm. yeah i could definitely see it that way too but i also kind of get like i mean i get why she did it and i also it, it, it's i guess that's just like what shows the quality of the writing which is that you can feel different things about it but it's like it's from a place of like but i also understand why she did it even if i don't necessarily like how that the outcome was exactly but yeah like it doesn't feel like anything was taken out of character like all this all decisions were made because that's what the characters would have done yeah yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I like Tony Duff from, like, when his dad was like, yeah, he was going, he was thinking of coming back because, like, he wanted to, um, I mean, he did want to kind of, he was looking at the future and saying, you know, hey, I have to be more serious. But then, you know, he calls dad and said that. And then, like, he calls dad later, like, no, I found something in Tokyo that's really special to me. And, you know, his dad was like, yeah, that was you, obviously, Mako. So, um... Yeah, so, like, he had that side of himself. We just didn't really get to see it before he passed away. But I also, as much as sometimes, like, having the data dump and the post, like, other characters speaking about this character could feel, like, kind of contrived, I feel like it worked out well just because his dad, like, they did, they set up the background with his parents being kind of, like, like, um, his family being dysfunctional. So having his dad kind of, like, come in and talk about him, how, you know, um, yeah, I guess proud is the word. Like, how proud he is of him, despite the, having that dysfunctional, dysfunctional background. I mean, at least for me, it worked really yeah, well. Yeah, I think it, it helps that, even though there are a lot of flashbacks in the second half, they thematically fit in with what's going on in the present. Which I think, in yeah. general, like that's yeah. something Asano is really good at when he does flashbacks. Like, it never feels like you're just getting it just for the sole sake of, like, uh, exposition. He's just goaded like yeah. that. <laughs> I will True. say, too, that, like, I like that, um... Like, Mako and... I guess his name's Rip. I want to make sure I have the right guy. But, like, I like that they don't cry over uh, Tanita's death until, like, way... Like, at least we don't see it until, like, way late in. And I don't know why. That just hit me, like, particularly. Like, there wasn't a bunch of weeping about it. Like, they, they talked about it and they worked out their feelings. Like, you know, hey, you know, it's, it, it, it's, you know, sad that he's gone. 
but like I, I I know the exact conversation was basically ripped kind of like every day he's like how the fuck could that guy die in such a pathetic way and then like and at first you think he's going into like kind of bashing him but then he's like but then I start crying after I start thinking of him and then they both just are like sobbing about it and I, I don't know like that hit me in a way that it wouldn't have if like every if they had spent like a chapter before that just kind of mourning mm-hmm. his death mm-hmm. Yeah, also Rip is such a great name for a character. Especially the origin for his name, he ripped his pants, like, in elementary school or whatever, and I like that his line is like, I'm still being defined by that now, in my (laughs) 20s. Can't believe he peaked. (laughs) He was too powerful back then. That rip in his pants, it just... It's crazy how they they turned a valley into a peak. (laughs) Oh my god! They transcend, they transcended time itself. (laughs) <laughs> but like yeah like because it, it, it's so true like something you did as like a kid like in in your like 20s and 30s people are still talking about like bro we were past that no we're not <laughs> but um sorry i was listening to the song <laughs> yeah i mean i don't blame you it's a really good song like asian kung fu generation is always good but like truly that was actually a really good tie-in my goats. God. So, and then, like, the... So, how do we feel about the epilogue? I like the epilogue. I don't remember it. It's been five years. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like... I I admit that at first I was just like, oh, are we gonna... I, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't what I thought it would be, which is like, oh, they're gonna have a new couple in the apartment, we're gonna explore them, but then it's like... It's kind of a fake-out. <laughs> which... I I, I kind of wanted that to be what it was, but I was happy to see Mako again. See, that's though. what I thought going into it, that, like, it was just focused on that new couple. But, like, I, I in the end, I was kind of glad that, yeah, we saw Mako again, and, like, we saw, like, what the characters have been up to. And, like, because I, I feel like, yeah, Solonin, Solonin had enough closure, but, like, this feels like just kind of like a little cherry on top. Oh, yeah. victory lap. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly the term I was going to use. Yeah, it felt like a victory lap. And it felt like a very much deserved one. Like, everybody's moved on. They're still doing pretty well. And it's just kind of like checking in on your buddies, you know, to make sure they're doing all right. Yeah. And, like, I'm glad that it's not just a very convenient, happy ending either. It's like, because they still have issues. It's just, like, they've matured about it. And it, feel, it feels like a nice reflection of, like, Asano himself at this point. Like, it, it feels like he's matured alongside his own work. Yeah. Honestly, the epilogue was like the Love Live School Idol movie. <laughs> what happens in that movie, Marion? Give us a summary. It's just a, uh, it's just a victory lap for the girls. Uh, they go to America and tour. But, like, it's just a one, one final performance. Get the gang together, you know? Hmm. Sounds like okay. a good time. I wonder what would happen if someone tried reading Solonin and then Downfall back to back. I would. I don't know, I, Why don't you tell us? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have it on my Viz account. I like... could do it. You you should have done it before the show instead of going to see Marvel. Hey Lord, what a fucking misleading <laughs> question. I mean, I, I've read Downfall already, though. <laughs> I read it when it came out, though, so it's been a while. Okay, see, see, that does us absolutely no good. Now, now you have to read Downfall right now <laughs> and comment on it. I mean, no, Downfall is just <laughs> all kinds of depressing. 
for those of you listening, you can tune in on June twenty uh, seventh at uh, nine PM. We'll be doing a live reading uh, on <laughs> Twitch.tv slash VLordGTZ. Uh, God. Don't I, tell anyone else though. We have to work with Viz to get the <laughs> permission. God. Oh no, I don't even know if it's Viz. <laughs> okay. This is the one that See, sent it to uh, me, then because I I reviewed it. Oh, okay. Wait, is Downfall Shaggy? Yeah, of course it's Shaggy. Well, I mean, didn't, like, Asano do a few things that aren't? Like, Holograph isn't Shaggy, is it? Oh, yeah, it's not Shaggy. That Holograph's not Shaggy, but Downfall is Shaggy. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought he did a few. I mean, I know he's been primarily in Shogakukan, but, like, he's done things outside of it, too. He's like the Urus. He's kind of like the Urusawa, I guess. Yeah, except his non-Shaggy stuff gets licensed on, like, Urasawa. But yeah, Downfall was a big comic superior. Uh, I mean, I, I, I do remember reading an interview after he finished um, Pun Pun, like, where he was just really kind of talking talking up, like, Shogaku Khan's um, seinen magazines in, in that they're, like, the standard in Japan. So, like, he, he was more or less saying, you know, he's really fortunate that he's running in, like, big comic because like as far as um i mean like jump is no obviously shuisha is known for jump um what the fuck is kotansha known for like everything i guess the the after the the days the open magazines, i guess uh, okay yeah we'll go with that <laughs> and then shogaku khan is known for just like big comic is like a household name so which makes sense because like as our good friend Maxi once said, and I'll, I'll never forget this, and I love this line that they were just kind of like, show, uh, Shonen Sunday is like their hobby. <laughs> so that's why, that's why they're not, they don't seem very concerned with like, they just let shit run in it <laughs> because they're like, whatever, if it sells, that's, that's just a bonus. <laughs> um, but like the bread and butter is. Uh, I just, what? sorry, I just, I just, I just thought of a. Yeah, Something like, crazy. I don't know why, what we ended up, I mean, Maxie and I are always talking about Shonen Sunday, like, we go on other shows, we, we were on another, we were on Manga Mavericks, like, a week ago. I overslept by an hour and you guys still hadn't gotten to actually talking about the topic, because you guys were talking about Shoggy. Exactly, see? I mean, we, we just need to have Maxie on here at some point, and so then we, we can just derail, we could be on topic, <laughs> rather than derailing all of these other lesser shows, no, I'm kidding. But yeah. Yeah, Shonen Sunday is the animal TikTok. <laughs> oh my of, god. Of I mean, that's not wrong! I guess so, With all the cross- Wow, look at this fucked up hairball my cat threw up. <laughs> It's not wrong with all of the advertisements they've had with, like, Call of the Night and Free Run on, like, TikTok. So, God. <laughs> and Comey, like, uh. But, yeah, definitely, like, I, I do remember really, that's what made me want to read, like, um, besides the recommendations for Dead Demons, like, because, like, I, I mean, I know that, well, I won't take too much credit for it, but I know a lot of the reason why we're even doing SNS is because of my, like, fervent interest in shonen sunday but i never really i've never really gotten to the sane inside of things so to hear him really just praise big comic was just like i mean i know v lord does we don't listen yeah to no v-lord. one likes v lord <laughs> goes to the corner 
<laughs> but no, like uh, to hear him praise Big Comic like that and just talk about it being like the standard. I'm like, damn, OK, maybe Shogaku Khan is, you know, maybe it's there's more to it than just like Shonen Sunday. And, it, and again, it just really explains why with Shonen Sunday, they just allow anything to run at it. It reminds me of like they it was Journal of Our Journal of My Father that they like. I forgot the artist's name. I feel really terrible Jiro about Tanaguchi? that. Jiro Taniguchi? Yeah, Jiro Taniguchi. Damn, even yeah, I knew that. He... <laughs> I wasn't even there for the episode. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, like, yeah, that even he was just like, they told him, you know, draw whatever you want. Don't worry about it selling. Like, that just really does seem like to be the shoggy way of things. Yeah. You know what that means? Just just uh, write something, Sakaki. I, I honestly... <laughs> <laughs> but the show this Sunday Twitter blocked me, so <laughs> even if I wrote something, they won't know it was you. That's they true. Won't know. I mean, that's true. Both of you are right. They wouldn't know it's me, and like every other editorial department hasn't blocked me, which is really weird. But okay, screw <laughs> Sunday. It's time to play with the big boys. Like the the head editor of Ura Sunday actually like quote tweeted WSSTV and was like these guys are cool and then he followed us. <laughs> Read Wild Shonen Sunday. This guy's bad. Block him forever. The views I post do not reflect the views of the company I'm associated with. <laughs> it's because of Yasha Hime. That's 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 what I'm going with. I love how like it like it literally opens like color page like crossing over Zetai Karen children with Yasha Hime. And I'm just like, wow, we're never getting Zetai Karen children, but here it is. Yeah, that's the closest you're going to get. And so when people are like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, I mean, well, the anime got brought over. Yeah, but who watched the anime? <laughs> Let's be honest here. I don't know. Why don't you ask Sentai? I, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, with a name like Psychic Squad, maybe people just didn't know. But <laughs> Legit, I didn't know it was licensed until like I saw it randomly on Sentai's website. <laughs> What a funny-ass localization name. <laughs> I mean, like, I get it that Zetai Current Children really doesn't sound good, no matter what, how you try to spin it. <laughs> I think it sounds but, better than Psychic Squad. I mean, yes, but, like, I mean, absolutely lovely children is what it literally means, so... And I'm like, yeah, I, I can't I would watch that, too. <laughs> I can't think of a way to spin that that, that wouldn't sound just very... It, creepy at best the fabulous children <laughs> so, i don't know i don't know either but like th th this just begs to put this just begs the question of why we didn't get ghost sweeper mikami then like come on at all like i don't think the anime's even been licensed for that there was a home video release of it i believe there really okay i need to get on that shit then. clearly the solution was to have sheena make his own uh english title <laughs> Like Attack on Titan or whatever, fuck, like anything as long as it's not like a dance of aromantolers or whatever, blade dance. Oh or whatever. god, that! Oh god. Also, yeah, Ghost Weaver and Kami's anime got released by Sentai. Okay, do you need to put that back and shit back in print? Cause I, will, I, I mean, I'm late because I only got into Shaggy like recently. Well, 2013 recently, but like nine years I, ago. <laughs> It's been that. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, like I will watch that. I've wanted to watch it, but like now that I'm like more versed in like Takashi Shina, but like of course finding it and the of course the manga not being licensed at all, which 
I mean, he really deserves. He and Fujita are like, it's really. We just a got a shame. petition, uh, discotheque. That was all the anime issue, but not the manga issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, the manga just buy that shit on Kindle. In I should at this point just buy Ghost Sweeper Mikami at least. Like, Jedi Carnival is never gonna happen just because it's like sixty four fucking volumes. But even Ghost Sweeper is like pretty long. It's thirty nine volumes. You know why? <laughs> he likes some thick man, <laughs> extra thick. I mean. Well, at least maybe Yashihime won't be that long. So I mean, like the world's moved on at this point. We're all <laughs> waiting for we're all waiting for the new Urusei Yatsura anime. So soon we'll be saying free Sheena instead of free Arai. You say that, but then Yashihime will have like same universe tie-in to Mao or whatever. Yashihime GT. Stop! That's what Yashihime's Inuyasha GT. You can't do that. <laughs> Okay, so since we're clearly very off topic. <laughs> yeah, l- let's wrap up here, guys. <laughs> okay. Yo. Solonin. It's good. Go read it. Very good. Yeah, if you haven't already. I'm assuming most of our audience has probably read it. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't, it's like, I guess it's the, I hate to put it this way, but it's like the gateway drug, Asano. <laughs> True. It's like, like. I, I from just hearing things from V Lord and other people, it seems oh, like shit, the other sound wave I made looks like DR. <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> I just caught it. Never mind. Sorry. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it seems like the other stuff has a really high wall of accessibility, like other Osano stuff. So Yeah, I'd agree. Like I, I love like uh Girl on the Shore and even uh Nijigahara holograph is like insane to read, but they aren't like easily readable works unless you're really like uh, your depressed and messy type of uh, fiction. Mm. Yeah. So it's this or D Dead Demons. Those are your choices, unless you're just fucked up. Yeah. The world is your oyster. If you're like (laughs) V Lord, you'll like it all though. Yeah. Omnivorous V Lord. Don't be V Lord. Don't have a fun night by reading Blood on the Tracks. Don't be V-Lord. Don't buy 10,000 mangas and only read 2,000. It's <laughs> 2,500. Thank you very much. Jeez, sorry. <laughs> I've been in the manga cave. I can't confirm. <laughs> oh, man. I want to I wanna be there. I want to <laughs> be in the manga okay, cave. So, so we're going to just have V-Lord, V-Lom-Con sometime soon. Yeah, let's do it. Go fund me to get Marion to Vlumcon. Yes, let's go. But anyway, uh, where can... Well, I'm just taking over all of the... <laughs> all hail our new okay. host. I don't want to do that, actually, no. <laughs> I will never host. Just like, just like Marion will never edit, I will never host. So true. <laughs> but, okay, I guess... I'm going to be like the people. serial guy. He'll never edit. And then... <laughs> Spits it out. <laughs> <laughs> where do people want to find us, or where can people find us if they want to? Good question. Sakaki, people can find you at. <laughs> no, no, don't. I can't. No, no. I'll, I'll say where people can find me. <laughs> Please don't make me remember. <laughs> it is midnight. I can't. Not tonight. That's my anyway, favorite meme can... on the show. <laughs> People can find me at um at Kiroban K I I R O B O N on Twitter. 
and yeah, there's nothing really to talk about there. But the real fun is at at WSS Talkback on Twitter, where we are the. There are lots of magazine twitters out there, but we're the one that goes through the entire magazine every week, from pay from cover to cover. So we're. I'm not trying to throw any shade on anybody, but I am actually. Um, there's also WSS Talk. Yeah, wsstalkback.blogspot.com, where that hasn't been updated in a while. I'm so sorry. But we have reviews, uh, interviews, interview translations, and stuff like that. And if anybody is interested in writing about Shilling Sunday, by all means, come and write. It doesn't have to be about a currently running series. Oh, I said Shilling Sunday, but basically anything Shogakukan. Like, if you've read um, Pun Pun and want to write about it, by all means, hit us up. Um... Yeah, and suffer through my editing. <laughs> uh, I, I've also um, write for Tsunami Faithful, even though I haven't done that in a while. I feel terrible about that. CJ, if you're ever listening to this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Forgive us, CJ, for we have sinned. <laughs> and I'm on a podcast with our good buddy Colton at another DB pod on Twitter. Another day, another adventure. Where if it's animated and has Goku in it, we're probably going to talk about it at some point. And it's been a lot of fun. So please give that a listen. And, yeah, that's about it for me. Nice. Where can people find you, V-Lord? Oh, uh, yeah, people can find me on Twitter at VLordGDZ. And then I do various things for old-comer.com as well as tsunamifaithful.com. So you can uh, check out my writing over there. And then I do a bunch of podcasts. Um, the main one being the Demon Slayer podcast with these two fine folks. At D Slayer Podcast. You say this, but how long has it been since we've been, all been on it? That's a good point, actually. <laughs> mm, we need to change that sometime. You really do. We need to. Me and Takaka got to talk about the anime. Yeah, we haven't like at all. You got your you got your anime crew, but we gotta we gotta invade. Yeah. Yeah, we do. One of these days. It's like, how can we brag about no, being, you know, New York Times, like, um, approved, and we've never, we've not been on it in, like, a year. Oh, just do it anyway. Yeah, you, you already have the clout, <laughs> it's fine. Mission accomplished. Okay. Um, I should okay. know, I did it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you can also find me over at the Dumb Weebs Podcast, at Dumb Weebs Pod, and then uh, over Shaman King Podcast, at Shaman King Pod, and then I occasionally pop up on the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, at Tsunami Podcast. Nice. Nice, nice. Uh, well, people can find me on Twitter at Microwavy, the E before the V. I don't tweet that much anymore, but uh, I've been known to, to to update people here and there sometimes, shit that I do. Um, I also write for Toonami Faithful at ToonamiFaithful.com. It's been a minute. Uh, I, I write uh, reviews and editorials for them. I also write Reviews and editorials for uh, the weekly show on Sunday blog at wsstalkback.blogspot.com. And I have personal, I have reviews on my personal blog, which is heavensdoornout.wordpress.com. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, besides that, um, I'm also on DSP, Demon Slayer Podcast. I'm also on Shaman King Podcast. Uh, sometimes I'll guest on my Hero Academia Podcast. Uh, and uh, yeah. You can find this podcast, Saturday Night Shoggy, anywhere that podcasts are found on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, whatever, you name it. We're there. Um, remember to leave a like and a rating, whatever, comment, give us feedback, uh, 
we have an email. I think it's like, is it like SNS podcast at gmail.com or something? It's satnightshaggy at gmail.com. Same shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's it's late, bro. It's like midnight. <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this is this is a funny ass recording, dude. I, I think like half of the episode was like just tangent. <laughs> I feel that's like part for the course for us, though. Yeah, like that's 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 why people listen to us. They don't listen to us for whatever the title of the episode is. They listen to us because they like us. Or at least hopefully they do. Yeah. Why don't you leave a comment and let us know? The, exactly. Yeah. Solve this this for us and just let us know by that. I mean, and if you are some kind of sadist or machicist, whatever the fuck it is that you just listen to us because you hate us, thank you. Thank you. I said today to my sister, like, if you're living life with no haters, then you're doing life wrong. True. True. <laughs> haters make me famous. <laughs> and true pe- and true G's know who their haters are. <laughs> anyway, I don't know how that came up during conversation during Mother's Day, but yes, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Saturday night shot you if we don't uh, if we don't honor the, the the mother of all manga Rumiko Takahashi. True. True. Sorry, that's actually Ryoko Ikeda. But wow, okay. Well, I, I mean, I don't disagree though. <laughs> yeah, before before my friend shoots me in the leg. Uh, <laughs> have a good night, everyone. <laughs>